welcome to Thriving as a Physician, the podcast that teaches you to thrive in your weight loss and life while juggling a packed physician schedule, because you deserve to thrive. Each week, I share sustainable, enjoyable tools that work in your busy life so that you can reach all of your goals faster with more confidence. Everything in this podcast is backed by my experience as an obesity medicine physician, years of coaching physicians on weight loss and eating, and my own personal weight loss journey. Let's get thriving. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace the need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Hey there, and welcome to episode 218 of the Thriving as a Physician podcast, How to Lose Weight and Love Your Life, formerly known as the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key, and I want to talk to you today about New Year's resolutions. I've been thinking about this the past couple days, and I wanted to just sit down and record a quick little podcast for you talking about my thoughts for you as we approach the New Year's. Now, this episode will be coming out just after New Year's Day. And I know that there's nothing like January 1st to trigger a whole lot of thoughts about weight loss and diets, as well as you're going to be targeted in emails and on your social media feeds, all sorts of information about weight loss and diets. And I have thoughts for you about that that I want to share. I have strong opinions about how we should think about weight and eating when it comes to New Year's. And I think these thoughts have evolved for me over my, definitely my life. And then over the time that I've been working in obesity medicine and working with physicians specifically every year, I think my opinion on exactly how I think you should approach this is a little bit different. And I thought it would be helpful to share it. Then what's going to happen in the coming weeks through the month of January is I'm going to have on other physician coaches and we are going to have like coffee talks around New Year's and New Year's rituals, setting goals for the New Year's so that you can really absorb wisdom from a lot of different physician coaches. I did this last year and I loved it. I personally had so much fun doing this and having the opportunity to sit and talk with friends, but also I think it was very helpful for all of you listening. So you also could go back and listen to last year's episodes. They were all through the month of January, 2022, but I've got fresh new ones with you with a different mix of physician coaches. And so those are going to be really good. So make sure you're checking out, make sure you've hit the subscribe or the follow button on the podcast so that you get those new episodes. Cause these are powerhouse physician coaches that I have on some of the most well-known in their areas of specialty, and they have really powerful pearls of information for you. Okay, let's talk about New Year's resolutions when it comes to weight and eating. And I've already in my own email, I've started getting emails about, okay, you know, New Year's is coming. How are you going to lose weight in the New Year's? And that triggered me to start thinking about it and want to talk to you guys about how to think about it. It is so deeply ingrained in us that January 1st, We need to like focus down, start atoning for everything that we ate through the holiday season, start, you know, setting goals that we weren't able to reach last year and focusing down on those. 
And I think there can be elements of beneficial things in that. I think like having some element of a switch in your brain where you're like, okay, it's now different and I am going to focus and prioritize myself, I think can be really powerful. What I don't like is that a lot of what we have been trained to do, both in medicine and just in culture, for January 1st, for how we approach the weight loss is not kind to ourselves. We're going to get a whole lot of messaging in these coming weeks that there's something wrong with us. If you're a physician and you have a body that holds some extra weight, or you have a brain that really likes food and likes to turn to food for comfort or stress management, over the coming weeks and during this time of New Year's, I think you get a lot of messaging that there is something wrong with you. Anytime we try to create change in our lives, in our behavior, in our habits, when we're doing it from a place of there is something wrong with me, it doesn't feel good. And when it doesn't feel good, it usually doesn't last. Now, the specific challenge and the thing that I'm hopeful that this episode might help a lot of you avoid is we create change that switch flips and we're like, okay, January 1st, let's go. Let's do it all differently. But it's coming from a place of something's wrong with me. I need to fix myself. I need to fix this wobbly stomach or these thighs or whatever it is. And by the way, part of why I'm recording this episode is I've had some similar thoughts about my stomach lately. You've heard me talk about my stomach on this podcast probably far more than what my stomach ever needs to be talked about. (laughs) But where I've noticed the thoughts in my brain are like, okay, like this, we need to get this smaller. Like this is bothering me. And so when we make the change from that place, we often make changes and we set up our plans that aren't kind to ourselves. And when they're not kind, they're not sustainable because they might be asking us to do things that don't feel good in our lives or things that just don't fit into our lives as busy physicians, where maybe you decide, okay, I'm going to lose much weight. And to do this, I need to meal plan every single day. And I need to have a fridge full of all these meal prepped foods. And I need to pack my lunch every day. And I'm going to exercise an hour every day. And then you hit a week where you don't have time for any of that where literally to accomplish all the physician tasks you're trying to accomplish, let alone looking after your kids, you have very little time for what you're actually eating. Now, if our plans are based on this ideal of I need to be perfect, I need to be high achieving, it's not going to be sustainable and it's not going to be kind because when we don't achieve the resolution, when we don't continue on with the goal, who gets the blame? Do you blame society? Do you say to yourself, oh, diet culture, you really messed me up on this one? Not at all. We blame ourselves. So this is why I wanted to record this episode because it's very easy in the new year to have concepts of weight loss start from a place of there is something wrong with me, something is broken and I need to fix it, and then end in a place of there's something even more wrong with me because I couldn't fix this thing that was wrong. I couldn't stay focused long enough to fix this thing that was wrong. Therefore, I'm even more broken than what I thought. And if you've been there, if you've been in that pattern, you know that feels horrible. And what I can tell you with 100% confidence is that does not lead to lasting weight loss ever. That pattern does not lead to what you want it to reach ever. It's not that you haven't been doing it right. It's not that you just have had bad luck. It's that the way you were taught to reach your weight loss goals doesn't 
work, which is great news because it was never that there was something wrong with you. It's just we were doing it wrong. And if I had to choose the biggest things that we have been taught to do wrong, number one, it's creating change from a place of disliking ourselves. So we want to dislike ourselves into change. We want to hate ourselves to perfection. And it does not work. And you are worth so much more than that. You are worth regardless of what your eating is like, regardless of what your size is like, regardless of how your clothes are fitting or what you looked like in your Christmas pictures, you are worth more than telling yourself that you have to change because something is wrong. Let that sink in. Now, I think for some of you, you're going to be listening and you're going to be like, yeah, but (laughs) Siobhan, if you only knew exactly how these pants are fitting, if you had seen me two nights ago after the kids were in bed and I was snacking and then I still went for ice cream and finished off the kids' candy that I'd hidden away, but there is no but, yeah, buts. Even if you identify with all of that, you are worthy of approaching your eating and weight in a way that is kind to yourself, in a way that respects yourself. And not only are you worthy of doing it that way, but it is absolutely a more effective way, especially when we're talking about long-term weight loss. If you're done with the fast diets and they're like, oh, I lost five pounds and then schmack, it's right back. We have to do it differently. We can't keep doing weight loss the way we've been taught to do because we all have ample evidence in our lives that it doesn't work. And again, that's not your fault. That's not on you. That's the system that we were taught to use doesn't work. It's an ineffective system. We were sold a lemon, one giant, giant lemon. And every year at New Year's, they try and sell us a new lemon. This year is the year to be like, no, no lemons for me. Unless I'm making delicious sparkling water with some lemon in it. And I will choose when I eat that lemon. But I am not buying a lemon because somebody tells me I am not worthy of something. I want you to get angry about this. Get upset about all the messaging you've had in your life that tells you your body or your eating is somehow not worthy. Now, you might be sitting here and going, okay, but so does that mean you don't change anything? I don't think so. I think you absolutely can create change in your life, but let's do it from a different place. Let's create the change from a place of you are amazing right now, even if you have extra weight. Even if you have a lot of extra weight, even if you binge eat, even if you eat a lot of junk food that you know isn't healthy, you are still amazing. None of that subtracts from your amazingness as a human being. If you start from a place of that and being like, what do I truly want for myself? And maybe you're like, what I truly want is to feel really good in my days and to have energy and for my body to feel healthy and fit. Well, Weight loss might be involved in that, but it's a very different feeling than I have to lose weight because this isn't okay to I want to create more energy. I want to create more feeling good in my body, but I'm also recognizing that I'm amazing right now. They're very different approaches and a very different feeling. We can lose weight and be totally kind to ourselves. We can lose weight and love ourselves every step of the way instead of waiting until 
scale magically says a number that gives us permission to love ourselves. Because newsflash or spoiler alert, that number will come and go and you still won't love yourself unless you're working on it now. You think that number is what creates a love for yourself and, and tells you that you feel good in your body. It's just not true. That is not what creates the, I feel good in my body. What makes you feel good in your body is how you think about your body. What percent of the day you say kind things about your body versus horrible, nasty things. Now, the second piece that I think we go wrong in the New Year's approach to weight loss and eating is we just get really up in our face about our eating. I talk in a lot of the set, the like trainings and webinars and stuff that I do, I talk about how eating is an iceberg. And when we're just focused on, I'm stopping eating this, I'm starting eating this, it's all about the do, 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 do. Like, I need to do this, I need to stop this. It misses the point. So you're focused at that tip of the iceberg, you're missing everything that's under the water, which is the why do I eat the way I do? Why do I crave the foods I crave? Why is it difficult for me to stop eating these foods, even though I recognize they have negative health impacts for me? And as a physician, I value health, which is a really common, if you identify with that, that's super common. It's a lot of the physicians that come to work with me have that approach is I value health. I see the health conditions my parents have had. I don't want that for myself. And yet I can't stop eating this food. Do yourself a favor and stop just being like, but stop eating that food. You know, it's not good. Stop eating it and get curious and be like, why might it be difficult for me to stop eating this food? What are the underlying factors that are driving this eating that create this eating? And when you can start redirecting your brain from like, just stop eating that, hang on, use your willpower. And you direct it down to, okay, I wonder what's going on here. And you get curious and you look at those foundational drivers of eating. That is where magic lies. When you go at it from that place, you can create ease with your eating. You can create sustainability where you're not even bothered. You can have those times where you're like, I'm losing weight. I'm not really working at it. What gives? Which is a fantastic question to have for many of you. But it's by shifting how you're thinking about it. And this is what we do in coaching. And this is why coaching is so powerful. And it's so different than any diet you've ever been on. Is you learn how to figure out the whys. You learn how to shift yourself out of that place of judgment and beating yourself up into curiosity and compassion and understand like, why might this be happening? And when you understand the why, then you can do something about it. You can create plans for the next time that group of situations or you can create plans for the next time those triggers show up in your life again. It's magic. It literally is magic. It is the missing piece that nobody's taught you and that we weren't given in medical school when we talked about health and healthy eating. We were told what healthy eating looks like. Nobody told you how to get yourself or your patients to actually do that on an ongoing basis. So as you go into the new year, as you think about what do I want for myself in the new year, accept that you are amazing right now. Your brain may argue with that, but borrow my belief in you that you are amazing right now. Make changes and plans from a place of loving yourself. What if you could love yourself into changing instead of hating yourself into changing? And number three, 
really get curious, get committed this year. Let this be the year where you get into the foundational drivers of your eating, where you can understand why you eat, when you eat, and have real life solutions that work in your schedule, not in your in a perfect person's schedule, but your personal schedule and life so that you know you can manage it no matter what happens. And while you're doing this, notice the messaging you're getting from outside of you. If you're getting messaging that's telling you you are somehow worth less because of your size, that you have to restrict, that you have to do mean shit to yourself in order to lose weight, edit that messaging out. If it's on social media, unfollow that stuff. Block it. If it's an ad that you're getting, tell Facebook not to send ads like that to you anymore. If it's an email chain and the messaging doesn't feel good, doesn't make you feel good, take yourself off of it. Be empowered and curate the messaging you receive around eating and weight. I think that's one of the most powerful things that you can do in the coming year to totally transform your experience of eating healthy and losing weight and accomplishing whatever goals that you want to create. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Send me an email at info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca. Remember to check out the upcoming episodes where we are going to go in depth about New Year's rituals, goal setting from a multitude of different viewpoints, which I think is really fun. There's lots to learn in those interviews. And if you're ready for this year to be different, head over to thrivephysicians.ca. That's where you can learn about Thrive Academy for Physicians, my coaching program that's exclusively for physicians. And from that page, you can apply to work with me. So this is the only way that you can work with me right now is applying to work with me. Uh, if you have resonated with what I have talked about today, this program is for you. If you're a physician and this episode made you feel excited about what was possible in weight loss, fill out one of those application forms and give us an opportunity to chat. All right. Have a fantastic day. Happy New Year. I hope your January is amazing. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.